Yo, 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 it's another episode of the Lip Smackers podcast. I am your host, Brianna, and I'm here with my lovely other host. Millie, what up, (laughs) y'all? Where we sit here and we vibe out and we talk smack about the various things and various situations happening in life. (laughs) How you doing today, Millie? I'm doing well. It's another great day. It got a little warm outside. It did get warm outside. I'm excited because, you know, when we were snowed in really bad, like, like two weeks ago, that was disheartening. I think it was the day after we recorded. It was pretty ghetto, if I must say so myself. Like, I went outside to smoke and I felt like I felt like a legit crackhead because it was like I had to... So much snow I had to get past to get to my car. I had to brush off my car. I had to warm my car up. It was like a whole situation. And yeah, I said, uh, this is interesting. Yeah, yeah, I'm tired. I don't want to see snow. Yeah. Honestly, somebody say snow and I want to fight. Those fighting words now. Like, because it's been a while since we've seen that much snow. That was the crazy thing. At least for me, at least from what I can remember. So to see that much snow again was a, a bit much. It was a bit much. but it's melting thank you now i can finally park my car in the back of my house instead of on the side (laughs) well the ninjas can try to get it okay um, you know what i can't i can't so what's new with you life 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 you know i woke up this morning i really felt like man you know how sometimes you just really start feeling yourself i really felt like i'm amelia like I know that's right, girl. Please. You are Amelia. That bitch. Okay. Period. Okay. That bitch. Okay. The bitch I met when I was 19 years old. Okay. okay. First retail fly. job at Ann Taylor. Okay. Fly. Okay. okay. Fly. Cashmere before Always we can cute. cashmere. Okay. <laughs> Always cute. The nerve of us to work in retail. Right. No. The Lord knows I have a clothing problem, like a shopping problem honestly it's bad it's really really bad every time I say I'm not gonna buy any more clothes I'm starting to feel like I shop every week and that's not smart because I'm going to the gym every day so some of these clothes not even gonna fit (laughs) you know it's like now you shopping every week girl you are hilarious help me me. I love it I take the parts it. away it's because I, I work for Nordstrom you know it's you knew it was gonna happen I'm like 20% out ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> help me but yes um I'm sad this is the end of Black History Month you know they're gonna give us the shortest month it is the oh, end God. it is the end um I can't believe can't believe we're here I think what was our second episode was like the first week of Black History Month right I believe so. so. Yeah, that is crazy. But yeah, we're we're here. How do you feel? Do you feel like it was a a good month? Like I always, not a good month, but what I'm saying is like, I always want us to be a collective for Black History Month. Yeah. And sometimes I'll just be like, I don't think y'all did it, y'all. <laughs> I don't think y'all did it this year, but you know, like we yeah, tried. I, I get sad. I get sad because I think of the fact that I really wish we were more united. Yeah. Really- yeah. You know, like I feel like I feel like sometimes we could have showed a little bit more love and unity. 
I get I be for real when I be mad at folks when I say like Black History Month we need to be serious like I don't like when we joke about certain things like during this month amongst even if it's just amongst ourselves but the fact that it be on the internet it'd be like it always be some ghetto stuff sometimes so sometimes I'd be a little disappointed you know with how we be acting but it was I Black History Month was I you know what I'm saying I be yeah it was I you know what watching that movie judas and the black messiah it left me very emotional it really did because i was just like it was a um that wasn't that see i didn't wanna i didn't know if we was gonna go this route but we are here okay we're here so when i was with my girl for her birthday we were talking about like um Black History Month and the stuff that we celebrate and give them or what we're given during times of celebration. Mm-hmm. And I think about this month and how when we look at cinema, what we were depicted as for yeah. this month. And we got Malcolm and Marie, probably the most toxic couple you could watch, like in a movie. Cause it was like back to back to back to back to back, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, and that happened right before Valentine's day. <laughs> and then, and then you get Judas and the Messiah, you know? And it was just like, you know what I mean? Like, it was yeah. just like, we couldn't get no, we couldn't get the photograph or just a love story, like genuine love or rom-com, just something funny. Like, it was just like, when I think about, when I think about what we're given, what we celebrate, what we talk about during our time. Yeah. I'd be a little annoyed. And I didn't mean to take it that deep so early in the episode, but no, but it's true. <laughs> I'll be like real life thinking about this. You know what I'm saying? And it just be like, and then I, and then you know, people be thinking I'm joking when I say we shouldn't, but you know how they were saying every different day we were gonna celebrate, you know, like a black character or um famous person whatever whether it be a fake fact or whatever Mm -hmm. and so I was for real when I said "Uh uh-uh when they was like on day seven we're gonna celebrate James St. Patrick I said absolutely the fuck not why would we celebrate a black man leaving his black wife for a Latina and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with interracial dating but I not get it's a joke but, but that'd be like a real life thing for yeah. people. And yeah, it was funny. But you know, no. No. <laughs> if we don't talk about somebody, can we talk about the one the a real life person like LeBron James? The yeah. fact that he married his high school sweetheart and they got all these kids and you don't ever see any mess about him in the doggone paper about who y'all want to highlight i don't care like i said i don't care if it's for a joke i don't joke i don't joke about this right now because honestly the netflix um black stories are horrible when you go to netflix hbo you want to show us 12 years of slave you want to show us all these movies about it rosewood all these movies that's going to make me want to beat up the next white person I see. I don't want to be angry. That's no. what I'm saying. And I felt like the, I felt like the content we was given 
just wasn't this. No, they could have gave me that in March. Yeah, I can agree with you. I wanted to see love. I wanted to see joy. I want to see unity. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to see nobody betraying nobody. And whether it's a, it's a real topic, those that was a real, it's not like the movie is based off, you know, a fake situation. You know, these are real events. But this ain't nothing that needs to be, uh, I don't want to see this right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, not right now. So I didn't mean, I didn't mean to. No, don't apologize. I'm happy you went there. I didn't mean to go there. Let's go there, please. (laughs) But sometimes I just, I get, and I be, and and listen, this is me. And I don't always say it on my social media accounts, but I just want us more to be more aware of what we're putting out there. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and what we are allowing to shape us and stuff like that. Or, you know, I don't know. Next time, if the next time they pull some shit like that, where they give us them type of movies again, next Black History Month, I'm just not, it's not going to get my attention. I want to see nothing but positive things. I'm during serious. that month I feel you on that I, I'm not I'm not gonna participate and la- and I told my girl she was like how did you watch Malcolm and Marie how did you not intend I said it was for podcast content I'm not even gonna lie but next time I can't even give myself that type of energy <laughs> it was really because I like the actors that's you the know, only reason that I don't I like Zendaya I like I don't like old dude what no I no like ma'am him. oh no ma'am oh no ma'am so I ain't like him on top of the fact I ain't like his character. I was sitting there for two hours, like, mm. don't do him like that. I don't know. What I don't know. For my boy, he don't look like he's in shape. Good night. I'm done. And you know, mm-hmm. and you know what? I hope he never hears that because I'm not in shape either, and I don't need him commenting on that ever. Thank you know you how know. sometimes them celebrities be seeing shit and they'll clap back and be like, "Hold on, not today, motherfucker. Not right, today. Not like, listen, not not today." So, but no, outside of that, it is the black, end of Black History Month, and we are here with our final um, moments of Black History Month contributors um, yes, or inventors, philanthropists, anyone we want to highlight who you know we love and things of that nature. Now it is time. <laughs> <laughs> gonna bring it back, gonna bring it back to the positive. You know what I'm saying? And y'all know what I'm going to do and who I'm going to talk about. And that is Mr. Herbert Wright. (laughs) He's been waiting for this. I have been waiting because listen, that young man, he's awesome. I think he's pretty awesome. I think that he is a, is he a millennial? Does he count as one of us? Yeah, I think he has to count as a millennial, right? I don't know. I want to say he's in my you know that next generation but if he's one of us i think he's doing great as a youngin in the community um i thought it was beautiful what he did buying his old school turning into a youth center i believe yeah it is herbert wright the third that's right aka little herb aka swervo now he's g herbo he went through you know it was a couple phases we went through with this young man but this is my homie though but i but you know i feel like Lately, I've been paying attention more to the younger people. And I know I sound like an old lady when I say this. I know I sound like, but I am 30. So I am old. But um, you're not old because if you're old and you're 30, what are you trying to say? You are young. You are young. I am in bed by 8.30, by choice. You know, Mm -hmm. if if I, (laughs) but you know, lately I've been paying attention to the younger people. 
mm-hmm. especially the Chicagoans. And it's been awesome watching them, you know, turn up, you know, their music, making money, trying to, you know, give back to the community. So it's like, I'd be applauding them. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, like you highlighted Miss Inglewood Barbie, you know, the last episode, it's just like, you know, people don't have to do that. They could be getting rich and then moving on. You know what I'm saying? But they be trying to put back into, you know, they old blocks and stuff like that. And I'd be, I'd be thinking it's really commendable. I love watching, I love watching our young people make money and have fun. You know what I'm saying? Um, So, yeah. I just want to highlight, but I'm not, I wasn't going to spend 40 minutes on talking about them. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know if y'all thought I was going to do that, but I did just want to highlight, you know, the young and he is my favorite right now. My little favorite rapper. Really? He, he, well, really my, my little favorite Chicagoan rapper, not, not okay. overall, but he's one of my favorite little Chicagoan rappers with, you know, out of the young people, you know, next is Dirk. Next is Dirk. Next is Vaughn. I like polo g but you know like but you know that's about it for me well shout um, out to the fact that we have some really dope um artists artists i go hopping on some tracks with some heavy hitters they have been lately they have really been like really coming up with some shit and that's what i'm saying it's like i felt like it was necessary to highlight them because i feel like we're hearing more like musically talented and everything that they're doing and then seeing them in different lights you know what i'm saying like yeah, you know like i said the community thing their personalities herbal is hilarious in my opinion i'd be watching his stories like dying like dying you know, i've never listened to a whole album from him i don't think i've listened to a whole album from him either okay. let me say that now i've got my favorite tracks but i don't think i'll do a whole album with his but i like the shit he be talking about you know what i'm saying most of the stuff i can't relate to because you know I ain't got one of those. No, I'm not. I'm not on the streets with the I'm, Wait, wait. And I, wait, I'll be rapping it like you would think I'm outside, but it's like, sweetheart, I am not. Baby, they listen. Was, <laughs> I'm not mad at you. Because Rika, Rika and them we was in Miami. They a little 79th over here. <laughs> I was, they was calling me a little 79th. It was a good time, though. It was a good time. But yeah, shout out to the youngins. Shout out to our Chicago youngins. Proud of y'all keep shining and keep making money you know what i'm saying doing your thing keep turning up yes don't want to lose no more people though so please 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 be safe be safe start with all the violence i'm yeah. tired of our city only being known forget us you know what yeah we do gotta stop calling and they gotta stop calling it chirac yeah my my city isn't called chirac it's called chicago they gotta with stop calling city, with a with a with a swag city I feel like we dress better than most cities. Oh. Say that right now. New York is New York might be the exception sometimes, but yeah, no, we are known for. I miss those Chicago summers. Black parties just outside all day. Like, I hated being outside. I loved it when I was younger. I did not like it. No. What do you mean? Mm-mm. No. No. I didn't like the heat. It was too hot. No, boom. I would be at No, no. I am a fall baby. You know, that's like my favorite season. I could live in the fall. Sweater, fall. sweater season, sweaters and leggings and riding boots. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for boots. sure. That's easy. <laughs> I just want to be able to wear my um, leather jacket. I get excited about leather jacket weather. 
You're like, Gee, I do like I'm a I do like the leather jacket person. I love jackets. Um, but I love the summer. I just miss the whole vibe. You know, the music loud, people bumping their music down the street. You know, you like what? <laughs> what you say? Oh Step out the car. Don't try to talk to me in your car. Have some respect. Like I miss those days. That was fun. I can't. You are too funny. But don't be trying to get up out of this. What is your Black History Month contribution? I was just going to shout out Fred Hampton. The movie really left an impact on me because I really thought that I knew about the Black Panther movement, but I really didn't. So I just want to shout him out for being someone who was definitely a revolutionary. Um, starting health clinics, lunch programs for the kids, like yeah. really a person about the people. And I'm just, I was so sad. I mean, watching the movie, I was sad. I didn't know how he passed away. And I didn't know how young he was. Very he was, young. He was only 21 years old and he very, made of an impact. Very young. And not gonna lie. When I saw that he was 21, I said, the young man who plays him does not look 21 to me. But I let it go. (laughs) I was like, Daniel don't look 21. But you know, Fred Hampton looked like a real grown man. I didn't know. Even looking at his pictures, I didn't think he looked 21. But um, now, how old Daniel look? How old Daniel look? Thirty. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thirty that's, something. That's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> hey, beautiful casting though, because when they was playing the real clips of him talking, Daniel sounds like him really well. Like yeah. he's like you know whatever dialect training he had to go through for that. I hope I'm using the right term, but he sounded really good. I was like, okay. I was like, oh, I was like, all right now. But yeah, I was, I was amazed by how young he was. And I was very impressed with the work that he did accomplish at that age. Um, He did a lot. He did a lot. And it's sad that um, the government plotted to have him killed so early on. and it made me very sad. Like, I really was emotional watching the film because it was just like, man, we, well, how far could we have been, you know, to, if some of our leaders weren't just killed. Taken out, yeah. You know, before mm-hmm. the time, we're talking about Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Fred Hampton, like, these people were taken so early. Um, and it just makes me sad. But I will always have respect and love and remember him for the wonderful things that he's done well that he did it's amazing and i'm looking forward to see more leaders come up and do things for the community as well um i kind of miss giving back i used to be heavy with like volunteering with the youth and i miss those opportunities really totally ready to get back into it um but life, you know, life happens and you have to deal with your own things. But I miss those things. And it just really inspired me to just be for the people. Yeah. Yeah. So shout I out to you. I feel you, girl. So, I mean, these people be, you know, when you learn about people's stories, 
And I'll just be watching people out here and, you know, it'd be inspiring me to be a better person and to try to do more and to try to be more involved in my community and things of that nature. So it's very inspiring. You know, these people are amazing. Like, you know, like honestly, for lack of a better word, they're just amazing individuals who just be out here giving and creating things for positive, a positive benefit. Like they don't look to gain, you know what I'm saying? Like they just be trying to, you know, show love support be for the people you know so it's like you know they like i said amazing people i love those types of people so Mm -hmm. i want i need to get better at volunteering myself i need to get better at that we can find opportunities together because i miss that aspect of life like i really do do i don't just want to work a job and (laughs) i know i know that's it like nah yeah i know what you mean I know what you mean. So I'm excited. Lip Smackers Pod takes volunteering, takes community hey. service, community outreach, coming community to you outreach, soon. Events, everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So is that is that all for Black History Month? That is, that is all, a that's wrap for Black History Month. Happy Black History Month to all of you all. Yes, you know, happy Black History Month. Thank you all for tuning in for our, our facts and things of that nature on our favorite people. Yes. You know, last week we went to Womanish. So cool. I That's what it. we did last Friday, guys. It was a good time. It was a good time. I was like, something was like, okay, we're not recording. I was like, but we should, but we ended up scheduling this and it was like, this is going to be fun. Like, I was like, this is a field trip. Like, this is a legit field trip. <laughs> And a great field trip it was. It was. <laughs> so pretty much if some of you are not familiar, um, Womanish is pretty much an exhibit happening downtown. It explores the expressions um, of identity and perspectives through visual and physical experiences. It's produced, I believe they're sisters. I believe the um, the founders or creators are sisters, uh, Deanna Gray and Danielle Gray. So yeah, so we went there last Friday. What was the they were, they had seven issues? Is that what they were referred to? Yeah, as? they had seven, and I'm I'm gonna pull up the different issues of. I, yeah, I remember the one I remember for sure was moody ish, because for yeah, obvious I, I reasons. That one. Um, <laughs> for obvious reasons, it was that one, and I feel like there was a not selfish. I feel like there was a voyeur-ish. Yeah. Something. Either way, I had a fabulous time. Um, we had, there were several different exhibits we could go through. I think it was like three floors. Was it about three floors? It was three floors, yep. Um, oh, it was I, five. Wait a minute. It was five floors? Five floors. When the, so we didn't go on two floors. Or did How did we? we miss it? Oh no, I think that fifth floor was where the bar was. And I think they're oh, counting, okay. and I think they're counting the main floor when you come in. Oh, okay. That's one of them. Like, yeah, that's why I'm like, hold on. Cause mm-mm. but no, so pretty much I think one of my favorite ones, of course, was the photo booth. That was probably my favorite part of the yeah, that was cool. That was cool. The little maze with the what is, the it word? Van- is it uh what was it called vanish, I, vanish. Yeah, that vanish. 
That one sounds correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. That one was cute with the little maze and the iridescent lights or mirrors and things of colors is what I'm looking for. Wow, I can't talk today. <laughs> but um, then the salon one, I think that was my favorite one. And they featured that one artist. And I am very sad that neither one of us got her name with the portraits of the not. hair. We did not. And they were so, we, but check it out. I'll post a picture of the different um, portraits that she had. It was really amazing. Yes, it was, it was really- a, the whole, the little, I think the chairs were made of what, pink feathers. And then yeah. they had the mirrors where you could write little positive affirmations and also take one. I thought that was really cute. Um, but I th- yeah, I think that was like my favorite floor, honestly, when I think about it. The different issues. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the different issues. Okay. So there was delish, party ish, mm. light ish, <laughs> censored ish, consumer ish, paid ish. I love that the paid one. That was I, nice. If um, you pay me. Yes, I love that childish. Childish was fun too because they had a seesaw and you could paint the wall, like you can color the walls. The and that's walls where the swing cool. was. Yeah, it was really okay. Cool. Okay. Um, flourish, vanish, cultureish, selfish. So it was selfish. See, and okay. So that was definitely more than seven. Yeah, it was a I lot. Feel like, yeah, that was more. That was Jeff. I feel like where did I get seven from? It was about 12. <laughs> Where did I get seven from? See, you know, that's it's okay because it was so much to see that you would like see something and totally. No. And this is why you don't do drugs, everyone. This is why you don't smoke weed because where do you get some of your information from? You know, I'd be confused. But it was a good time last week. It was fun. I think that you should grab your girls and go. Is it still open? How long is it still? Hold up. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I feel like, because I think the exhibit's been on for some time. I think since like the fall. Yeah. So it's still going on uh, until April 30th. Oh, wow. Yes. If you haven't been, please go take great pictures. It's a a beautiful photo opportunity where you can get all the best pictures. Like, all the different rooms, lights, filters, you know. I was very grateful for the individual who worked there who offered to take our pictures because we didn't know what to do. We were struggling at first taking our own photos. So I, I really applaud him for that. Yeah, he was nice. He was cool. He scared me that one time when he was like, he was like taking like five pictures, y'all. And he's like, oh my God, that was an Instagram. I don't think I saved it the right way. I am nigga. <laughs> about to fight i was, I was like, so upset i was just like, was like what don't play like that he was like no nah, i'm just kidding i'm like gee don't that's not don't please don't play no, like that's that not funny because i really was about to be so sad about it i was gonna be so sad about it but so, he hooked us up with some really good pictures yes he did yes he did so if you haven't been go with your girlfriends go with your sisters ladies night we saw a couple kids in there but you know keep it amongst the ladies yeah, the grown it, ladies keep it keep ladies. it keep it yeah it'll be more fun get have a reason to get cute i know yeah. we're all missing being cute putting on lipstick getting dressed up okay because i put lashes on and go to walmart 
<laughs> Listen. That's and that's mean. real real shit. I put on lashes and a wig to go to Walmart. Like <laughs> I mean cuz <laughs> open the world back up, please. Please. <laughs> I'm like, can it stay like 60s for a while cuz Okay. I think I that was like to go outside. Okay, like I was telling my sister, I was like, so you mean to tell me they out here filming whole movies and whole television series, but I still can't dine in somewhere, but the strip clubs are still closed? That's some bullshit. Man. That's all I got to say. But you know. That's okay, because we're going to have a girls night again and get real cute, and we're going to go to a cute restaurant, take pictures, have some hors d'oeuvres, okay? And real drunk. Yes, I just want to get. I just want to get real drunk outside again. That's it. I missed that. Like, I'm tired of getting drunk in my room. I hate. I hate drinking by myself. First of all, I don't drink by myself at home. I am a social drinker. At all, social. You don't drink at all by yourself. Not really. No, I can't even think about the last time I drank by myself. <laughs> oh, I can remember. Yeah. No, not really. Oh my God. <laughs> Child, I do it all the time. I will pour me up some wine. I ain't gonna lie, I have given up the hard liquor though. Like as far wow. as like just sitting in the room drinking rum and cokes all day. Uh-uh. I do not do that. Like that has to be social drinking. The harder stuff is only for when I'm outside with my girls okay. or something like that. But at home, got my little giant thing of Carlo Rossi wine. I'm turning up. See, I drink some blueberry um, Stella. Stella. She put me onto that too, y'all. When we went to Womanish, it it's amazing. It really is. It's that, pretty good. That thing is makes me happy. I call it my happy juice, happy mommy juice. Oh my god, happy <laughs> mommy juice. Oh my god, happy mommy juice. You are too funny. Yeah. What's going on with the celebrity gossip, real quick? Oh, Meek. Let me tell you something. If you don't know, Meek Mill is an idiot. I'm going to say that because I call him a little mama. Have, I say he's a little mama. He does. He just has no tact at all. I'm going to read. I'm going to I need to try to find these lyrics that this man. I have the lyrics. Please, please go ahead and read. But them. I don't know if I'm going to be reading it like I'm supposed to be reading it. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to catch the beat. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's asked you to really rap. I just say, go ahead and just talk it through. Okay. This bitch I'm fucking always tell me that she love, that she love, but she ain't never showed me. Yeah, and if I ever lack, I'm gonna, I'm going out with my chopper. It'd be another Kobe. Meek. Meek. Are you kidding me? See, why would you do that? Why would you know you what? Reading so? it, reading it out loud, just hurt my heart. I've seen these lyrics before, but reading it out loud, <sighs> poor young man, this young man here, this man here, like seriously, of all the. <laughs> Things you can write, and you're going to push that through. You're going to push that through. You're ignorant. That's so ignorant. It's too soon. His family is still grieving. It's not funny. 
I just, yikes. No, man, no. And I get, and you know what? I've heard a couple people say it's not fair that we just want to cancel Meek when there are other rappers who have said other offensive lines. And then, you know, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know, the topic of Nicki Minaj's, what did she say? That one line about how the doctor trying to kill her. And then she referenced, what was it? It was a Michael Jackson reference. Oh, core fault. I know you something about, uh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I was just listening to it today. I went on a whole Nicki spiral. I'm so serious. Like, it's not even funny. I know exactly what you're saying. But yeah, apparently that happened. And I was like, you know what? Y'all are right. But I feel like, I mean, unfortunately, people, I mean, and I, I don't even want to put this out into the atmosphere, but Nikki is canceled for a couple of things. So it's uh, like, yeah. so it's like, honestly, she actually, people started walking away from her around that line too. You know what I'm saying? So it's, since it's been canceled, that's something that's hard for me to admit, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think that she's an example that we should use. You no. get what I'm saying when it says like, oh, other rappers have done it. And then they'll be like, oh, well, then if you can't handle that line, then you can't handle battle rap. Well, newsflash, this isn't battle rap. No, it's not. I don't I don't understand why y'all be trying to make that comparison. It's like battle rap is the intention of going for the jugular. Like it that that is the intention to eviscerate your opponent with lyrics with their background with their deepest darkest personal issues that is the goal in battle rap that is not the goal of commercial rappers no who if anything are trying to attract a fan base to get money that is not the goal (laughs) so he can't say these no commercial rapper should be saying these types of things in my opinion no and it wasn't even a line like this is this is me just saying in my opinion i'm not I'm not making the rules around here. I'm just saying I'm not here for that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When I go to listen to a record, I, I you know, I was disappointed in that Michael Jackson line from Nikki because I loved Michael Jackson, you know? Um, I was like, ooh, that wasn't cool. But, you know. But she was grasping for the top again anyway. So, whatever. Nikki, Nikki is one artist that has immensely disappointed me i was a huge Nicki minaj fan like when she first came out the mixtape oh i was still jammed to that to this day like really but it's just like it just slowly just declined decline 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 and then she'll drop something that's like oh yeah i can rap it but nothing has ever been as dope as her mixtape and i will say that to the fullest the pink print was okay i'm gonna say I must say, I didn't listen to a lot of her mixtapes. <laughs> nah, not gonna lie. I didn't listen to a lot of her, her mixtapes. I was one of those like kind of late Nicki Minaj fans, which is most mostly how I am with a lot of artists, actually. Like I have to discover their bigger stuff and then I go back and I'll listen to some of their old stuff. But -hmm. because I'm so used to their current things, I can't listen to some of those raps over some of those beats. And I know that probably sounds crazy, but it's like, I cannot listen to. And it's like, I appreciate it. I appreciate it where you started. (laughs) I appreciate it. Some of them I can't, I can't. 
You know what I'm saying? Of course, I know Itty B Piggy or whatever. Oh, but yeah. um, yeah, like, but as far as like for her, I love the pink print though. I feel like that was beautiful from that was an album that finish. I was mm-hmm. for that her, was her only solid for her. album to me. Queen mm-hmm. was okay. Queen was okay. It has some hits on it, but Queen it was, okay. was okay. And I'm gonna be honest, I liked Queen when it first came out. I loved Queen. But there was too much shading. It was too much shadiness in that album. Um, when I now listen to it a second, a second and third and fourth, fifth time, it's like mm, there was a lot of, you know, talking crap about, you know, Miss Bell Calise. And honestly, like I said, I'm not here for that. I don't give, I don't care about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm be trying to hear all that. It's like, listen, like without that aspect, oh yeah, Queen's cool. I like Queen. It's no okay. problem, you know. Okay. Um but yeah, but yeah, but the lines, some of the, I really wish we could just hold these rappers more accountable for the lines that they say in their music. Um, I'm still not over that Rick Ross line. Oh, the one when he talked about drugging a girl? Drugging a girl and taking her home to enjoy that. You know, a lot of these lines be out of order, y'all. And Very out know, of pocket. Very I understand pocket. freedom of speech. But there, we got to start holding these, these, it's, I don't know. That's why I don't mind canceling people. I feel like that's a good way to tell people that you need to chill the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Like, now I'm not saying, I'm not saying I'm on the cancel culture committee where it's just like all day, every day, I'm gonna find reasons to cancel you not saying that. Like, I don't dig up people's history. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't dig up all, like, you know, if it's something that was said before even my time or whatever, I probably won't care. But if it's something I see like happening in real time and it's kind of like I was already on the fence or I was trying to support you before, but it's like, this is just, I feel like everybody should have their moment of like, okay, no, I'm not, I'm drawing the line on this. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I don't want to support this person if this is how they're going to behave themselves. I don't yeah. see an issue with that, you know? So the only reason why if we given, we can forgive him a little bit is he apologized to he did apologize he did apologize i know everyone tried to say all those other tweets was like towards vanessa and i think that ended up getting like really confusing and misconstrued because it was like the timing of those tweets tweets did not help (laughs) tweet 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 tweet, that's why i'm like that's why i'm like (laughs) me you gotta get off the internet you know he get his his twitter he be he be on the internet g like but I thought that he learned his lesson when Drake told him to stop that. Drake, Drake, he politely. was called. He was called Twitter fingers, like specifically. Yes. yes. And it's still been going strong since. Like we gave you life back again after that. You know, he you has been. He went in timeout after back to back went won a Grammy. Didn't it win a Grammy? Meek, won a Grammy. Meek boy, I don't know. It's like every time. It's like. It just be real little mama-ish. It's like he just need attention. Yeah. He, he needs attention. And it's like, just put out some music. Like, you ain't got to do this. Yeah, he be tripping sometimes. We got to yeah. just pray for him let, him. let him get his life together. But he's another one. Don't he be doing shit for his community? He be doing shit for, because he's from Philly, right? Yeah, Philly is hard. I feel like he be, he's a, um, he be down for the community, you know, philanthropy. I want him 
to stop doing the internet stuff so he can be focused so people mm-hmm. can really know him for the positive yeah the music that's the, what I, the music that other stuff. he taught don't his son knows french his son like there are positive things about meek that i really wish if he could just stop doing this <laughs> we if he could stop doing this celebrate the we good could, we could you know maybe we would pause we would pause to laugh at you if we saw you doing more. Just, I just, I just, I just be wanting more for my people. Definitely. I know I'd be sounding like an old lady. Like I just, you know, and I'm not saying I'm perfect. I know, I know everything, but I just be like, why y'all, why we gotta do this like this though? You know, I just be confused, legit confused, but you know, that's all I got to say on, you know, yeah. on Ramika. So. Hey, you so silly calling Ramika. You know, I just well, let's you know. go into another um person who be crying for attention. Who be crying? Mr. Safari Samuel. <sighs> another ex of Nikki's. What's she doing to these niggas? Are they all, were they always this corny? <laughs> were they always these corny? And she just ignored it for years. You know what I'm saying? The dick has to be good because he's another one that be kind of ball and i don't and i'm not gonna say i don't like erica erica has had moments where like that i've seen on television where i'm like ooh, not the best move but i kind of believe her where it's probably safari in there giving her a hard time um he seems like a goofy i'm sorry i didn't know a better way to say it but Y'all, it's the fact that she really is genuinely sorry that she, for calling him a goofy. That's that's the funny part. Like, it's, it's, I'm trying not to laugh in the mic. She, it's just like she said. She, I really, she said, I tried hard not to say it. I really tried hard not to say it, but he just keeps doing goofy things. Like, you're married, sir. If you're upset with your wife, your wife, the mother of your child. Okay. Please don't put it on the internet. You sound like a goofy because you sat there and married her in this lavish ceremony and was crying like a baby. Very lavish. Now ceremony. it get real and you're sitting here upset talking about some. It's the worst decision you ever made. They don't like you know when it gets real, they be they be out of there. Niggas be out of there. God, they so whack. I'd be like, that's kind of messed up so when so when it was you i didn't stuck by all this bullshit okay <laughs> you married me took vows to love me to take care of me through sickness and in health till death do us part Oh, but then when you notice a flaw, baby, baby, I girl, girl, listen, I we, ain't, we ain't even going to stay on that because, you know, that's my literal situation right now, Honey, <laughs> but listen, it'd be like, Ooh, so, baby. so I, so we ain't going, we ain't going to work this out. We no <laughs> guys want to be forgiven a billion times okay like, guys expect forgiveness to be abundantly and thoroughly at all times 
But baby, let you do something to that man to make that man upset. A lot of these men can't deal with that. They be like, what? You're not perfect? And I'm not funny? Like, what, sir? Listen. And I'm not, gee. Gee. No, you're not. Actually, you're corny. And just like you feel like you got options, if I start showing you I got options too, baby, whole feelings be hurt. Dead. They be dying. Crying in the car. Okay? I just... It'd be crazy to me. It'd be crazy, you know? And it's just, I hate to see couples break up right after a baby is born. Yeah, that's sad. Because, I don't know, it's like, to me, that shows that you are a person that's trying to stick it out, like, after the kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, give it, I want to see a couple years before y'all start deteriorating per se you know what i'm saying it'd be like one year after a baby or like literally a couple months into the baby being born and it's like what <laughs> right i can't do this no more <laughs> yeah i don't know where it's like you know i think men okay this is me being a little but this is just me putting in my thoughts from my personal experience but I be feeling like men be thinking things are going to be just the same after having a baby. And it's really hard for them to understand that it's not going to be that way anymore. And instead of trying to create a new normal, they either shut down or go get with someone else who can do what they want to do in the moment you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like it's very I don't know I don't know child it'd be it'd be really unfortunate how uh the family breaks down when the family starts becoming a family you get what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. as you're adding the people that you both decided to add into your life it's like as you, you know you're doing that you're building it's like it's the same thing that really be driving these niggas apart from it's like it don't be making no sense i don't think that they understand fully the responsibility of life and people like yeah. Yeah. they they can't see it through like when a woman becomes pregnant she has to change so many things about what she used to be able to do to adjust to this new life that's forming inside of her. And I have to do it instantly because it's like, as soon as I find out that I'm pregnant, it's like, for me, I can't, and this is just me. And I know some women who still do it. I can't in good conscience still smoke. Right. So for me, it's like, as soon as I find out I'm pregnant, that's dead for me. Like dead. Niggas don't know what that's like. They don't. (laughs) Like you can't drink, you can't smoke, you can't, eat certain foods like you can't be in certain places like now you are a vessel Mm -hmm. for life being born into this world so everything you do now you think about you and this baby and they sitting there like oh my baby in there you know cool I'm about to have a baby but they don't have to change anything you know, they ain't got name? a breastfeed. They ain't and got even then, and then it's like the baby get born. Baby get born. 
And I still really can't drink and smoke like I want to because I'm breastfeeding. Yep. And I know pump and dump, waiting two hours. Yes, cool. But it sounds like a huge inconvenience. It it's is. A, it's a huge inconvenience. Like, it's like, I'd rather just not drink or smoke right now while I'm breastfeeding if I have to turn around and do go through the process of pumping because and that takes pump, forever getting a pump putting it together actually sitting down there for 30 minutes so I have to do all that just to dump it out you've lost your mind all my hard-earned work all that golden milk girl please it's just yeah I don't Let think they have to pump out some milk for a second it's nothing like pumping and pumping and pumping and you yeah. gotta it's like nothing there I have no doubt that they didn't have that baby and he probably just I can sense it that he wasn't right and that's just what my gut tells me because they don't be right he probably and you know he made some comments that were just not cool I think he said she can't have he was said jokingly something about her body like her getting he he wants them to get a surrogate. I heard that he has said he wants them to get a surrogate versus her getting pregnant again because she gained too much weight. Like, who, the and I just, I, yeah, safari. Safari. God bless him, you know? God, God bless him. But yeah, like, I hope, I hope if they do end up divorcing, I hope they can just, I hope it can just be peaceful. It's like, for some reason, when people divorce and split, they be, you become a different person. That's not the same person that you married. Like, and like you said, that internet shit, and when Erica even said, you know, you run to the internet like a little girl, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, why are you talking about me on Facebook? Because I, I, I feel like that is female tendencies. It but it's like, very and, much so is. But, what I'm saying is divorce and separating brings out a different part of you. Like, mm-hmm. and it brings out a different part of these men and women. I'm not yeah. going to say I'm exempt for, you know, exhibiting hmm, ghetto behavior on Facebook <laughs> while dealing with my baby daddy. <laughs> not even going to flex. It just brings something out of you. So I just hope that they're able to find peace because you know when you share children you really don't need to be like that with your significant other you don't you don't you know, it, it needs to into your kids and it's just not okay they can feed they can feel that energy so i hope if they do split i hope they just be civil about it you know let's just you know but yeah i saw that foolishness with mr safari with mr safari too much that yeah. was just too much you know men folk you know what can we do what can we do but on a lighter note in celebrity news, uh-huh. Bobby Schmurda is out of jail. Hey, I wish we had the music so we can cue in his song. Hot nigga. Oh yes. <laughs> I know. I only know of like, um, I only know of that song and the other one. Bobby bitch. Bobby bitch. That one. That's the only I one. I never heard that one. Oh yeah. That's my shit. Oh yeah. That, that's when we're done, I'm going to send it to you. But yeah, like, um, he's out of jail. Listen, I'm not even going to get on here and act like I know 
I'm not going to spill off no facts to y'all about Mr. Schmurder. I'm just happy that he's out of jail. Because one thing I remember about him, about his story, was that he took a longer sentence so his friend could get a shorter sentence. And that'd be kind of stuff that I'd be respecting. You know what I'm saying? So. And he was at the height of his career. That song went off. Like I know. I, I feel like that be happening to the youngins sometimes. It's like right when they about to take off. So you know that they want to lock them up. Honey. Is that they jail? Is that jail? Or they get or they or they or a death. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It'd be really unfortunate. No, it's now it's not, it's not always, I ain't gonna say the the, the government, but it do it's like every time somebody about to be take off, I'll be like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, Vaughn was sad to me. That still upsets me. It and upsets me. And then you have Juice World. He was just taken off, but he had that overdose. I'd be like, <laughs> so I'm just that, ha- listen. That makes me sad. Like when I think I, I made a post about Pop Smoke, and I was just like, another it one really hurt me that yeah. he was taken like at the high. That man would have blown up as many as his songs that's on the radio right now. Mm-hmm. He was going to yeah. check a major bag, like, for real, for real. So I hope with Bobby's return, we finna get some, you know, some some new music. Because from the music I hear, the two songs, like I said, the two songs I've heard, I like them. And you know me, like, once, I have very selective ears. So, you know, they're very picky. So if mm-hmm. I like you, I feel like you're doing things. And I know that sounds very... What's the word I'm looking for? I don't, I'm not saying I think just so highly of myself that if I like you, you're going you're going far. But it's like at the same time, because you know, I don't like many things. <laughs> you know I don't I don't be liking many things. So if it sounds nice to me, then you 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 doing all right. You doing you doing just fine. That's why I Shit. tell people, you sure you want me to um tell you what I think about your music? I've because never had no one ask. I can't lie. And I hope, I've I've had never had anyone ask. Um, I've had people kind of just play their shit in the background. I just let them play. I don't, I've never give a a critique. I do. Um, somebody, you know, if somebody asks me, I literally ask them, "Are you sure you want to know how I really feel?" I ask them because sometimes people want you to lie to them, just tell them that their stuff is amazing. And I say, "Are you sure?" Okay. And I remember I had a young boy tell me. <laughs> I said. You have a lot of auto tune, you know. It's hard to get into your music because it's a lot of auto tune. I kind of want to just hear you. And he was like, "Well, you know, you're in an older generation, so you might not really understand." Oh. And in that point, oh, I was, I was checked out. I said, <laughs> "Okay." Hmm. You went an older generation. Older generation. Oh, okay. You in an older generation. Yo, these, this, the generation under us, they're different. Fragile. That, that was not you in a Baby, older I generation. Thing he could have ever said to me, are you serious, sir? What? That's, you know what? These young folks, they ain't just ain't got, they ain't got no respect. They got no respect. They just be saying all types of shit. I would be like, so what you asked me for? Ask me then if you're going to be sitting here so crying. Ask, so what would you ask me for if if I'm too old to understand right. what, you're, what you gave me? Hmm. Mind you, mind you, he thought I was 27. 
at first. I was just like, oh, okay. I remember when I met some younger individuals and I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm going to go take a nap. Y'all know I'm old. And they're like, what? Well, how old did you like 22, 23? Um, I'm turning 30 in November. And they were like, what? So I'm like, yeah, I don't look 22 or 23, but thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. But no, I need my naps at least minimum twice a day, you know? Um, yep. <laughs> well, I imagine. I like my orange juice when I wake up in the morning. Um, you know, I sleep with a bonnet. I have my house coat, <laughs> my house shoes. Uh, yeah, yeah. But they'd be funny. They'd be funny. They'd be funny. Hilarious. Um, we want to talk about friends, like relationships. So we're going to talk about relationships this week. But we don't want to talk about just dating relationships. We want to talk about like friendship relationships. Yes. Yes. We're, we're taking a break from love. I need a break from the love. You know what I'm I mean? I need a break from it because you guys don't want to hear my ghetto stories. <laughs> you don't want to hear my ghetto story, honey. Okay. It's real ghetto. It's real ridiculous. And I have ghetto stories. Somebody, I don't know. Somebody's mother needs to be fined. For raising such a, I had a ghetto situation last week too, girl. I ain't tell you though. I ain't tell, but I'm gonna tell you briefly. Remember that person who called me boring on Instagram? Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about that. Ooh. <laughs> girl, that was yes, y'all. Let let yes, y'all. I had a, a situation. Where I had a young man, it was a sub. That's what it was. It was a subtweet on Instagram. But girl, them ghetto situations. I honestly, these niggas is different. These, they very different, honey. They different, but they we not y'all not gonna get this today because I ain't gonna laugh. If we was to talk about this today, it would get ugly. <laughs> it would get so bad. It would get ugly. <laughs> and, it would get so bad, and I just don't even want to do that because you know what, my my um friend. My new friend, he applies so much great pressure that I don't even need to talk about any past foolishness of people whose mother dropped the ball. But Period. his mother didn't. And that's all that matters. And uh, so we just gotta move to- on and be great now. Yes, yes. That's it. On. That's it. But we decided we're going to talk about friendships this week. Um to be honest, what made us want to talk about friendships? I remember, well, so to take it back a little bit, I felt like we talked about, it kind of came up about after watching the movie, Judas yeah. and the Black Messiah. Um, so I feel like that was kind of, you know, even though they weren't friends, you know, per se, um, I think that you still, it brings up, you know, loyalty and betrayal. And I think, you know, when you think of, those types of betrayals and stuff like that it always comes from a friend. Yes. So I think, you know, it's possible. And then honestly, I've been going through a couple of things in my own, my own personal friendships. So I think that it was just a good topic that we could visit. Yeah, I, I've definitely been, but I've definitely felt betrayed by a friend before. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely felt betrayed by a friend before. Like, mm. May I ask what levels of betrayal this entered? Or what form of betrayal this was? So I'll give a little story time. Okay. Um, 
love story time. You know, when I found out I was pregnant, I was pretty young. I mean, not super young, but I was young. Okay. And uh, me and his friend have been friends since, ooh, 11, 12. Okay. Long time. And so, you know, I'm trying to figure out like what it is exactly I want to do, you know, with this child that I'm about to have. And she was not for it. She wanted me to have an abortion. I, I feel like I remember this story. She wanted me to have an abortion. And uh, when I didn't, she started acting weird toward mm-hmm. And of course, you know, people are like, you know, your friend is going to, your friend's going to change up on you. You know, when you have a kid, you're going to see who your real friends are. Me being that age, I was like, no, never. You know, we're going to be in this thing together. No, no, no. Like, she tried to fight me when I was pregnant. Um, she put my life in danger. Um, and just totally, like, left me at my worst time so I felt betrayed because I was yeah. just like you were supposed to be here with me you know I'm going through about to have my baby my grandma's dealing with cancer and you're just like girl f you basically yeah. like I don't want to be a part of this you slowing down my life and I was just like wow when life comes at you fast you know you start realizing who your real friends are and we have not been cool since Since? then like we tried to be like come back after my son was born but um my grandmother passed away I asked her to come to the funeral and she did not come she told me that she and I texted her to say like you know what happened to you you know I thought you would be there for me and uh, she told me she overslept. So that was the end of everything. That yeah. was like, that was like, forget it. Like this isn't going to work. So, yeah. so I've been betrayed and it, it's a horrible feeling because you think that some friendships will be there forever. How long were you guys friends again? Ooh, since 12 to since 12. 20, three. Child. Till 23. Yeah, like, yeah, so like 11 years, yeah. 11, 12 years. Yep. Wow. Yeah, so guess to be mindful. How do you, in life, let me ask you, how, how important are your friendships? Very important. My friends are like family to me. If I call yeah. you my friend, I consider you family. I don't hang with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So if I make you a friend of mine, that means that I care about you. Like, yeah, I I want you there. You're my extended family. So it's very important to me. And I don't have to have a billion friends. Yeah. I got a few real good ones, which I do. Mm -hmm. You. (laughs) Um, And like you, girl. Then I'm I'm good. Like, I'm really good. Did. Because that's like. I don't know. If a person tries to fight me while I'm pregnant, I'm definitely going to try to stab them. Like, when I'm done being pregnant. So it's like... (laughs) And it would also... A situation like that would just make me really leery of people in general. So it's like, man, like... 
did you find it difficult to be friends with other people after a situation like that? It was so difficult because she was like the main person I hung with. And I started like, it was difficult. Yes. It was very, very difficult because after that, I almost feel like I went through a depression. Mm -hmm. Not so much of just losing that friendship, but it was so many things at one time. So trying to make new friends was just like really trying to figure out who I was. It was Mm -hmm. almost like a divorce for real, because I had to find myself again and realize like, what did I really like? Mm -hmm. Like, who am I really? What do I really like? It wasn't just the, what do we like to do? What are we going to do? Which was the basis of the whole friendship. But it's like now meeting new people, you kind of like, are you really my friend or are you secretly against me? Yeah. People will hang with you and not even like you. I I recently learned that people be watching to be nosy, specifically to be nosy. Mm-hmm. Like I showed you that screenshot. <laughs> That's what sis yeah. said. That's what sis said. And um, that kind of, that unnerved me, that response. Cause it was like, this is what you're doing? Like, I thought, you know, you'd be thinking things be one way. People really just want to be nosy. People just want to know what's going on with your business. You know, um, people don't be always having the right intentions. It's like, when I think about my friendships and like betrayals, I feel like I've always experienced them with people from my old religion. And I know that sounds crazy. But I've always had, I've had the most interesting friendships with people that I went to the hall with. You know, I have some good ones. I have some decent individuals. But the ones who I was closest to, we had some interesting little moments that proved that it was like, oh, no, you are not a friend. You know what I mean? Like, and then it was like, you know, it became apparent, of course, when we got older and we were all outside and we're not at the hall anymore. Now it's like more clear that this was really probably just a friendship based off of the religion. So a forced relationship in essence anyway. So it was just like, got outside, realized people really ain't who you think they are. And it was like, for me, you know, you know, when you come from that religion, whether you're kicked out like myself (laughs) (laughs) or when you left like myself because I actually stopped going before they disfellowship me but whatever we'll let them think that they did something so (laughs) it's like you got to start over so for me I kind of had to start over with my friendships and thank goodness I had people from you know who I've been cool with in for years already who was just like oh who was able to pick it back up like you and I pick it back mm-hmm. up like you know where we left off people like Rika let me shout out my girl Rika she's got a podcast I got you sis she is my dog I love her that is my, like that's the person who y'all be seeing me I was in Miami with I'm gonna turn up for her birthday but she's like been awesome that's my girl Brienne my girl Jessica my girl but these are people from when I couldn't hang like from a time when I couldn't hang with them you know what I'm saying because of said religion because of said blockings so it's been great to like discover 
um, that I really do have good friends out here. And I've, these are people I've known since I was 16, you since I was 19, stuff like that, that, you know, the love was always there and it was still genuine. And that's what tells me that it was a genuine friendship to begin with. Because not yeah. everybody can reconnect after, you no know, goddamn 10 years and still act like there was no time lost. Like that's not, that's not, that's not a thing for a lot of people. Sometimes it does. And it doesn't feel, and it don't be feeling like natural. You know what I'm saying? Like it'd be feeling a little forced, a little awkward, but it's like friendships, they're interesting. And it is like, you know, it is like a divorce when you lose a friend. It's like heartbreaking when you have to cut off that person that you kind of used to, you know, really vibe with. And they kind of knew you a little bit more like, you know, like there are things that I'd be telling y'all that's like, of course, I'm just now telling y'all because this is now that we have the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you know, a lot of that high school shit, child. We be talking about that shit, me and Rika. Mm-mm. That should be funny as hell, be ghetto. <laughs> and, you know, I and like you, my friendships are very important to me too. You're like an extended family. Definitely. Because it's like, my thing is, I'm already leaving my home. So if I'm leaving my home to go anywhere, I'm going to spend it with people who I love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Me, who who uh, lift me up, who are honest with me. I don't need any friends that's just going to say, yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. I don't need no yes people. I love when my friends challenge me. Um, check me. Please check me. If I'm off the deep end, you better come grab me. You say you love me. Y'all, that be, look, anytime I'm going off on Facebook... <laughs> It come y'all take it down what are you doing i'm like no they be, take it down i remember you just text me you was just like take it down he was like omg he was like just just take it down and i was just like you know what you right i like people who do not let me tweak yeah because i'm a tweaker i'm a tweaker all by myself mm-hmm. okay all by myself so i've been needing people to be like um Get this bitch. Okay. She's wilding. You know what I'm saying? Like she tweaking right now. That's that's that weed. Listen, that's the alcohol. I, but. I, have, <laughs> I feel like I have friends. Like my oldest friendship is from birth. Like mm-hmm. me and this girl have been friends since we were babies. Oh, that I love. I love friendships like that. Those are so cute to me. They cute, but they ratchet too, girl. We fight like sisters. Well, we, I mean, I, we get on each other's nerves. We be ready to fight each other, and that's to be expected. At the end of the day, yeah, that's to be expected. Y'all known each other since birth, baby. Yeah. There's no. At that point, you have to act like y'all siblings, and there you are going to be like y'all siblings. Because what, girl? It's it's real. She know it get real ghetto. But at the same time, she crazy. So I have to be perceived with caution with telling her if somebody did something to me. Cause she crazy. She'd be like, okay, well, I'm outside and all black, ma'am. That's my sister for real though. That's my sisters. Yeah. I can't tell my second sister and fourth sister nothing. They be ready to take it there. And I'm like, wow, that's not why I told you this. Like, calm down. I was just trying to, you know, to gossip Mm -hmm. a little. But (laughs) I love friendships like that. Like a girlfriend of mine, cause you know, the, the young lady whose birthday, I know her from grade school. That's mm-hmm. who I was just with for this past weekend. And um, my girl Rika was like, I love, she's like, I think it's dope that you cool with so many people from your grade school. I'm like, one, we were really in there since kindergarten, like together, since we were like five. Two, 
it was only 40 of us in total. Oh, okay. There's kind of no choice but to be yeah. an intimate group. Like we were just like, for eight years, we were all each other new. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, and then it was like, it was the years before we hit puberty and all that good stuff. So it's like, you know, they're a different vibe. I love my grade school people. I love my grade, like my friendships, they'd be really important to me. That's why I'd be trying to, when I do feel like things are awry, even with people that I don't even, maybe I won't be as close with, even, but even if I can feel a shift or a different energy, I try to fix them. Cause I feel like, you know, the friendships, you know, they, they'd be important to me. Like I don't be letting just anybody in my life shit. No. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be like, you know, when you have to, when you got a dead a motherfucker, that should be tough. It'd be hard. It's hard. Like you think that it's easy to just let a friend go, but like sometimes you still think about them, you know, mm-hmm. like I hope they good. Then you think like, huh. Could I have like no? I feel like I, I feel like I know when I've exhausted all possibilities of like being cool. Like I, I I try, I give it my all, but like when it's over, it's over. Like I can't, I can't go back. And I, and honestly, I've had friendships. Like my friendships pretty much are in a few categories. I have my college friends. We've literally been friends since day one like I'm still close with my college roommate and my college homie like anytime I'll go to DC I know that no matter what I'm seeing them Mm -hmm. and then I have my high school friends I probably only keep two close ones from there like everybody else you know you talk to here and there and then it's like people that I work with true and people be saying you don't make friends at work, but you make friends at work. You definitely make stop friends it. At work. Especially when you work, especially of us African Americans. If we work in a predominantly white space, you're gonna befriend the black person. Period. That's law. So it's like you make friends at work. Stop it. And then when y'all leave that motherfucker, a lot of us, like a lot of my friends, I still keep in touch with my girls from the Tribune. My girl from Ansarada. Shoot, yeah, I'll listen. You from Loft, Ashley from Loft. Yep, you from girl, exactly. You from Antaylor. That's what I'm talking about. So it's like you make friends at work, and sometimes even those work friends they become close as hell too. You know what I'm saying? I didn't been to their weddings, baby showers. You know what I'm saying? Gender reveals. All of that. They've been to my, you know, baby showers and stuff like that. You know, kid birthday parties. It'd be a good time. Shit. It is. Like my manager, one of my old managers is like my closest friend. Like we are basically sisters now. Like I love her. Shout out to Keitha. You girl, you know who you are. But like, seriously, the day we met, it was just like, oh, she's cool. Yeah. And we just had everything. It was so weird, Rihanna. Like we literally had like the same purse, the same makeup bag, the same like it gets I love when you meet people and you have the similarities. It's like, listen, like like Rika is my girl. She <laughs> really is. She really is the money bag to my little baby. She is <laughs> she is the dark to my King Vine. I'm for real. That's my twin over there. You feel me? That's my girl. Mm-hmm. We be turning up, you know what I'm saying? And you just you you click with people and then that just becomes your person. Yeah, your person. That's great. 
it is great it is great so even though even though you do have some friendships that die it's like you do gotta celebrate the other ones that you do have you know I definitely celebrate people like you and the other ladies that I mentioned before because it's like you know y'all have been great during this time that I'm going through right now you know Mm -hmm. y'all giving me like real advice real help give me a shoulder to cry on you know i've been appreciating it so you know i just want to yeah. say i love y'all you know i love you too Bri. i love I all love my you. friends you know what i'm saying you know you know yes. I, don't, I don't like to spend i don't, I don't never i don't want to spend i never want to spend too much time on the people who not there no more you know yeah. what i'm saying like it's like you know you know what Maybe it was your time. Maybe I just needed that experience. Cool. It's no love lost. Nope. It's no, like I'm not, I'm not over here waiting for your demise. It's nothing like no, that. Never but that. you know, sometimes it's like, okay, it's cool. You know, and the people I have in my life, you know, I make sure that's why I make sure whenever my niggas need me, I'm there. So and and she's not lying either because when I had COVID, honey. <laughs> She came through. She said, do you need anything? And you know, people ask that all the time. I'm like, some soup and some water. When I tell you she was outside 30 minutes later, (laughs) case of water and soup at the door. Because you can't be sick. I need you alive. And then I was was like, wait. And then we were supposed to come back with the pod that week. That was the crazy part. I was like, now now she getting sick. The the week we supposed to drop the episode. I was so upset. I was just like, COVID, you bald-headed hoe. <laughs> like, you just gonna sit here and attack me right when our plans are going through. You suck. It was definitely a situation, but no, nah, because you my girl and I meant that. Shit. Shoot. So, yeah. Had to make sure that she was gonna be all right. No, nah, shit. No, Anytime. Got, Anytime. Got, Listen, that's why you was my Valentine. Oh my gosh. She's you know what I'm saying? Gotta show you some love. I love her. She knows she my boo. I love you, girl. I love you too. (laughs) So did we have anything else that we wanted to cover today? No, not that I can think of. I just want to say Mm -hmm. I appreciate everybody who is listening every single time we drop a podcast like yes. friends follow us on instagram facebook like we really appreciate you guys so much um as we get i feel like each episode i feel more comfortable talking to you all yay like, girl I, when happy. you said that on that one episode talking about you be shy i was like oh no this ain't gonna work <laughs> and i was just like what is where is she shy at this is no no but no like you know i it comes over time i'd be nervous too girl despite you know how i'd be over here shit so it's like over each episode you reveal more about yourself you get a little bit more comfortable you know what i'm saying like and you just vibe <laughs> out <laughs> Y'all didn't get to see my little dance move, but I just did a whole little diddy bop. I did a whole little situation, you feel me? (laughs) But no, but yes, thank you all to everyone who consistently listens. Um, We appreciate you greatly. Um, I had like, whenever I have someone talk to me about an episode in detail, 
I'd be like, this is so sweet. I'd be like, thank you. Thank you. Like, you know, I really do be appreciating. You bring a little happy tears, mm-hmm. you know, te- tears of joy. So thank you all again for paying attention, for listening in. Let us know again what y'all be wanting us to talk about. I keep saying I'm going to get better on my social media engagement. It's coming. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's it's give me time. Okay? Like, <laughs> we're still maneuvering this. We're going to have to hire somebody to do this whole Instagram and Facebook shit. We yeah. are because... I'll seriously? pay you in weed. I'll pay you in weed. Listen, I'll do your nails. I'll do your hair. What you need? I just need once a week. What is that? Right. Exactly. Okay. We can hook you up, you know what I'm saying? Once a week, well, not even once a week, all week, we need just need you to post on our Instagram and Facebook, but engage in content. And I am willing to pay a seven a week. Well, did you hear? Okay, listen, this, these are, this is my stipulation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this, okay, because listen, it's a lot. It's a lot trying it's to lot. build a brand. And you know, like, and with me, I be waking her up, y'all, like 7 a.m. Like, we need to do this, 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 that, and the third. But it's like, we're both moms and we're both still working. And it's like, I've, I've haven't been on social media like I used to, not even on my own personal accounts. So it's like to create or just to you know building a brand is interesting that's all I got to say Mm -hmm. that is that's just all I got to say but we're gonna get better y'all we are I'm finna get me a sweatshirt made because remember I no for real we should do that I know someone too yeah so I'm ready for us to take that step for sure Let's get it done, boo. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. <sighs> well, okay, well you, y'all. Thank you guys for tuning in to another great episode of the Lip Smackers podcast. Boop, 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 boop. Mm. I felt like we had a good, another good episode. It was high energy. I felt the vibes. Definitely. The devil tried it, but he didn't win. He didn't <laughs> win. So we're going <laughs> to catch y'all back. What is that? Two weeks from now puts us at the 12th. So we're recording on the 12th. All Boom. Right. All right. Peace out. Peace out.